Hello, friends, and welcome to the Mr. Maxwell Podcast. Today, I wanted to kind of be a bit of a nerd, and I wanted to share a paper that I wrote when I was getting my master's in education. I was taking a philosophy of education class, and I had to create my own philosophy of education and could even make up a word for it. And anyway, so I had to write this paper on it, and I loved the assignment. It was one of the best assignments I ever had to do because it challenged me to really ask myself, what kind of teacher did I want to become? And why was I even trying to become a teacher in the first place? And now, six and a half, seven-ish years into teaching, I stumbled across the paper that I wrote and I was reading over it and it's still true today. And it's really been interesting to me to see how this paper really set, I can't even think of the word, it got the ball rolling, it got me started, it was the beginnings of me becoming the teacher I am right now. And so many of the decisions that I've made in the classroom and with my students, especially the unconventional ones, were really driven by this paper. And I really need to email this professor, Professor Parker, because their assignment is still having an impact on who I am as a teacher and anything good that I'm doing towards my students, um, in my work, uh, this is really where it all started for me. So this is probably going to be a longer than normal podcast. So maybe make sure you have time to get through this. And if listening to me nerd out on education is not your cup of tea, then you might want to skip this episode. But if you are a teacher yourself or a parent of children, you know, this might be something of interest to you and a good question to ask your child's teacher. What is their philosophy of education? What do they believe the purpose of education is? Because all the decisions that your child's teacher is making in the classroom is coming from their philosophy of education. All right, so without further ado, here is an abbreviated reading of my paper on my philosophy of education, which I call meaningfulism, or existential progressive essential neoclassicism. All right, so first let me start with the abstract from the paper. Basic K through 12 education should prepare students to live a rich and meaningful life, regardless of their vocation. Meaningfulism is a philosophy of education that draws ideas from essentialism neoscholasticism, essentialism, and progressivism. It is the belief that students are humans, capable of rational thought, unique and special. By creating a rich and inspiring environment, planning meaningful, adaptable, and engaging lessons, teachers can give students a solid academic foundation that will serve them well in whatever calling they pursue in life. To do this, students must first learn the basics, reading, writing, and foundational mathematics. As they move on to the other subjects and deeper into the foundational ones, lessons are connected to students' interests. 
Students are exposed to a variety of arts and ideas that open their minds to the world around them. In elementary education, students should learn the basic subjects thoroughly. Again, math, reading, writing. With these three subjects solidly under their belts, students are primed to learn anything else in life that they choose. From there, students must be taught critical thinking. They need to be able to look at information and judge its validity on their own. Students need to have some version of a classic education. And I wrote some version um, in this paper because having studied various forms of education, I do like the classical model best, even though I do believe it has some deficiencies. And ultimately, I think that any one educational theory has some deficiencies. I mean, even my own philosophy education probably has some flaws somewhere. But, all right, you know, I'm getting off topic here. Let me just get back to the paper. But maybe that's another topic for me to tackle another day. Educators must teach students to appreciate music, art, literature, and history. Basic education, kindergarten through high school, should not have its primary focus geared towards a student's job or career. After all, there are community college programs that serve that function, and many collegiate degree programs serve that function. I believe the primary goal of the teacher should be to give children the tools they need to be successful wherever life takes them. The primary focus for schools should be to teach their students how to learn. Basic K-12 education should prepare a student to live a rich and meaningful life, regardless of their vocation. Alright, so here's where I get into philosophy of schools and learning. Meaningful, meaningfulism recognizes that the student is not an animal to be trained or a biological machine to be programmed. The student is a human being capable of logical thought, not controlled by animal instinct, but by their intellect. Not only are students a human being, but are born persons with their own unique personalities. As such, they are to be treated with respect, and their will should not be manipulated either by fear, love, punishment, reward, or force. Like St. Augustine, meaningfulism recognizes the ability to reason as a divine gift, making human beings different from animals. It should be cultivated and used well. Teachers must recognize the personhood of every student, valuing every child that is within their classroom. Similar to Plato's idealism, the student is viewed as a person who is on the road to becoming the ultimate version of who they are. Recognizing this, the teacher must have completed their own journey towards the realization of who they are. A teacher that does not know who they are is not capable of leading their students on this journey. The teacher must also be willing to admit when they do not know something and bring the students along with them as they seek to discover the answer. A quick anecdote here. Whenever a student is surprised that I admit that I don't know something, I remind the students that I am not Google. I am not a search engine. I am not the master of knowing things. I am a master of learning and of teaching and that I will, sh by showing them how I find the answers, I will also be showing them how to find the answers themselves. Themselves. <laughs> so, like, I'm not meant to be perfect. I'm not, you know, again, I'm not, I'm not meant to be Google or Bing or whatever search engine you choose to use, right? We should inspire students to not be afraid of the unknown 
And I believe a teacher who positions themselves as the master of knowing everything and having all the answers can create accidentally create in students the risk of being afraid of not knowing. All right, so back to the paper. Regardless of the student's journey, there are certain subjects that every child must learn. Like the essentialist school of thought, the teacher must know and ensure that every student learns what they need to. Educators should also give time to exposing students to a variety of ideas and experiences to encounter the real world. By including a variety of subjects in addition to the core academics, schools are able to lead students on the path to becoming well-rounded individuals who, in addition to knowing who they are and what they are about, have the skills needed to be a positive contributor to their communities. Some thoughts on instructional practice. A critical part of the student's academic journey begins with their learning environment. It is important for teachers to create an atmosphere that is conducive to learning. This refers not only to the physical space of the classroom, but also to the atmosphere that a teacher creates. The classroom should be laid out with great thought and care from how the desks are arranged or whether or not desks or tables or alternative seating is being used to what goes on the walls. The room's decor should be interesting and inspiring without being overly stimulating. There shouldn't be anything random in the room, but every piece from the furniture to the books on the shelf, even the pictures, posters, decorations, or other forms of artwork should be intentional and meaningful. The social atmosphere that is created concerns what type of behavior the teacher allows within the classroom and what types of behavior behavior the teacher engages in. Educators must ensure that bullying or any form of behavior that puts down another student is snuffed out immediately and not demonstrated or modeled by the teacher themselves. Students cannot learn when they feel inferior or unsafe. During instructional time, the teacher needs to be engaging and remember that teaching is not just a science, but also an art. Students should be engaged and drawn into the day's lesson. It is important to remember that there is more than one way to learn. Therefore, educators must use a variety of instructional methods in the classroom. Different subjects and activities should be taught in different ways to ensure that the material is being taught in the best possible way. I just feel like I used way twice in the sentence. That's so awkward. Sorry, I don't need to be editing my work while I'm reading it to you. Planning is a very important part in all of this. Without planning, teachers are simply going to teach from the book with little to no creativity. And then I'm going to skip the rest of it because it's just, I'm getting this going into the different questions a teacher needs to ask when they're going through the planning process. Let me know if that's something that you want me to talk more about because I definitely can. But for the sake of time, I'm going to skip through that part and move on to the end of the paper. Concerning diversity, in the pursuit of educating and caring for every student, teachers must realize that students aren't the same. Every student is different and will have their own unique way of learning and interacting with the world. 
It is important for teachers to take the time to learn about their students, their family's culture, and any unique learning styles or disabilities that a child may have. It is a teacher's responsibility to learn how to respectfully celebrate and accommodate those differences in the classroom. In conclusion, meaningful education is more than learning how to read or memorizing one's timetables. Meaningful education is about recognizing the child as a person. It is about leading them on a journey to discover the world and themselves. By taking the time to create a safe, warm, and mentally stimulating classroom, teachers can make an environment that is conducive to learning. Teachers build on this by creating rich, meaningful lessons that engage the class within the lesson. Recognizing that part of being a teacher is being a role model, they take care to live an authentic and meaningful life themselves. By setting the example of authentic meaningfulism for students, teachers can inspire them to have a successful academic career and go on to live a rich and meaningful life regardless of their vocation. So that is, in a nutshell, my philosophy of education. It is what drives me as a teacher. It's what drives the decisions that I make from the books that I choose to the units that I prepare to the way I manage behavior in the classroom. And I think that this is an important exercise for every teacher to go through, to take the time to sit down and think, what is their philosophy of education? What do they believe about education? And then to regularly review it on a yearly basis to determine, is this still what I believe? Is this still what's important to me? And if not, what changes need to be made? As always, I'd love to know your thoughts. Let me know in the comics comics <laughs> in the comments if you're watching this on YouTube or find me on Instagram or Twitter at Mr. Underscore Maxwell 16 and let me know what your thoughts are. What do you believe the purpose of education is? And let me know if you want to hear more about um, what I think about teaching or my thoughts as an educator. I am far from the world's greatest teacher yet. I hope to get there one day, but I definitely have learned some things, some the easy way, some the hard way, about what it means to be an excellent teacher and to care for each and every student that crosses my path. For now, it is time for your next adventure. I'll miss you. Turn off. Sorry about that. I was having issues with the. Uh, I'm trying to record my podcast as well as like a re- record a video of my podcast in addition to recording the audio. And as you can see, there are some glitches with this process. I'll get there though. Bye. Thank you, friends, for listening to the Mr. Maxwell podcast. If you'd like to see what else I am up to, you can find me on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram, all at Mr. Underscore Maxwell 16. Please, I'd love to hear from you. Um, let me know what you think of the podcast. Let me, think of, let me know if there are any other things you'd like me to talk about. 
All right, friends, hope you have a wonderful day.